Hello and welcome back to Healthy Habits. Today we are actually going to be talking about goiters. Now, in this episode, I am actually going to be talking about my hypothesis on goiters. So this is going to be me covering all the research that I've done with all the information that I pretty much put into my previous episodes. So if you have not listened to those, please go listen to those now before you actually listen to this one. All right, with all that out the way, I think it's time for us to go ahead and just jump right on into my thoughts. So in this first episode that I did talking about what goiters actually are, um, pretty much they all say that goiters are an enlargement of the thyroid gland. <coughs> However, these uh, the sources that I actually listed in the episode tended to disagree on some of the side effects that may come with it. So I want to make it clear that um, everybody will have varying side effects and symptoms with every condition that they have. It really doesn't matter if it's depression, autism, or goiters. Um, it's just a thing where you just got to go with whatever symptoms you have and try to relieve those symptoms. Um, with that being said, I feel like depending on how bad the condition gets is depending on how much the thyroid hormones are actually going to be affected in their production. So that's something that I really wanted to get out there and make sure that you guys were um, keeping in mind throughout this whole series and whatnot. So. Let's go ahead and move on to the risks that are associated with it. So, in the goiter risks episode, <clears throat> they talk about how um, a lot of what can cause it is mainly things that are uncontrollable. So, things like being female, um, being middle-aged, family history... Uh, menopause is one of them. Um, radiation exposure to some degree isn't exactly within somebody's ability. Uh, di uh, iodine deficiencies are a big thing, um, as well as other sort of thyroid issues that may be involved. Of course, you know, these are very important to note. Because it can definitely play a factor in, you know, you actually developing a goiter. This doesn't say, this isn't to say that people outside of these factors won't get it. This is just to say that if you're part of this category of people, then the more, you know, the more risks you have associated with goiters is more going to be where you're more likely to develop a goiter. Um, you're going to experience things like difficulty, you know, using your esophagus, basically. So if you're trying to breathe or swallow or um, you're trying to talk, um, 
that's going to be affected by this. And then um, shaving or wearing makeup, I can definitely see um, would make a difference in how it appears, you know, for other in other people's perspectives. So um, there's definitely room for making sure that you try to keep your uh, risks low. Um, like um, if you're somebody who is already middle-aged and then you're thinking about getting pregnant, you might want to rethink that just for the sake of not experiencing a coiter. Um, and then from there, I also wanted to talk about iodine. Making sure that you're watching your iodine intake if you have thyroid issues is very important. Uh, some sources say that iodine can make it worse depending on what you have. Some sources disagree on what will make what worse. Uh, basically, you just need to get more minerals in your diet. Uh, make, just watch your iodine intake. Make sure that it's on par with the calories that you're consuming. And uh, from there, it also talks about how, I also talk about how goiters can be developed and whatnot. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and just watch the goiter risks episode, but I'm going to go ahead and move on to how to relieve symptoms. So with the um, relieving symptoms for goiters, um, there's not a lot to go off of. There's obviously surgeries and radioactive iodine. Um, however, I'm somebody who prefers more so natural like natural medicines, home care, like home remedies type deal. So instead of talking to you guys about the medications and whatnot, I'm going to go ahead and give my two cents on the matter. I know I kind of already did that, but still. Um, so I talked about how you should get more minerals in your diet if you have thyroid issues. This I firmly believe because it's not always going to be iodine that you need to get more of, or it might not just be iodine. It could be calcium or even zinc. Um, there's a few different minerals that it could be, so just try to address any sort of nutrient deficiencies. In my experience, or rather in my research, I've found that with thyroid issues, there tends to be more of an issue with mineral deficiencies rather than vitamin deficiencies. So try to um, steer clear of the idea that you're going to have more nutrient or more vitamin deficiencies. Um, from there, um, obviously, you I said that you should have clean water so that means you should be filtering out your water whether that's with a Brita or a water purifier on your faucet or using a freaking charcoal stick however you do it that's that's fine that's fine um, from there try to eat high fiber foods that's going to help with your ability to both uh, maintain the, ma 
pretty much it's going to make digestive issues a lot easier to deal with. And it's going to make it to where no matter what kind of thyroid issue you may have, it's going to make it a lot easier to go, you know, to go to the restroom and whatnot. Uh, bone broth is something that's highly recommended. Yogurt or, or uh, kefir for the probiotics. There's also the uh, the different types of seaweed. So kelp, nori, dulse, those all work. Coconut oil works. And then any sort of uh, wild-caught fish. So things like salmon, sardines, tuna. These are some of the easiest things that you can find. Um, another thing you could try to do is if you have more so hyperthyroidism, you could try more whole foods. Try to do more spinach, care, or kale, not care, uh, spirulina, uh, in addition to any sort of anti-inflammatory herbs such as basil, rosemary, oregano, a few more that I like to do are paprika, cayenne pepper, chili powder, uh, cumin, turmeric. There's a whole bunch of them. So, um, and then like I said, the bone broth wouldn't hurt. The bugle weed is something that can act as a thyroid suppressant. And then, you know, there's the lysine foods as well. So... I'm going to go ahead and move on to my breakdown. So, basically, this is my breakdown. Thyroid, or not thyroid, goiters are just an enlarged, or rather an inflamed, thyroid. Which is why no matter what kind of thyroid issue you have, get some anti-inflammatories in your diet. Get some probiotics to counteract any sort of thing that may be damaging the thyroid or uh, working against your thyroid. This way your thyroid can properly produce the uh, hormone levels that it needs to. And then from there, just try to drink cleaner water. Um, dirty water has been like tap water has been known to um, cause some issues in people in certain areas. And this is why I recommend that you just go through with clean water. You might not know much about your water. Maybe you know that it's clean. Even if you supposedly know that it's clean, maybe other people in your area think that it is, and that's why you think that it is. You never really know. But the bottom line is, drink cleaner water, get probiotics in your system, and make sure you're getting anti-inflammatories in. With all that being said, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, this was just my take on what goiters are, how you can address them, and the risks that are associated with them, obviously. So, without further ado, I think I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you can, please donate using the listener support below. Um, I would really appreciate it. But most importantly, I would appreciate it if you would stay safe, happy, and healthy.
Bye-bye.